or maybe maybe we'll do a little cash noise like ka-ching Hey yo, what is going on everyone? My name is Grace Curtolo and welcome to the 23rd episode, my favorite number, of the She's Got Balls podcast. Woohoo! Today is Tuesday, January 5th and it is the year 2021. This is the first She's Got Balls episode of this new year. I am so happy. 2020 is in our past. There was sadly so many awful things that happened in the year 2020, but so much good. I mean, obviously the best thing that came out of 2020 is this amazing podcast, but we also had so many great sports memories and we are still going to keep going in sports. So much to talk about this week with, I don't even know if you call this the second season of She's Got Balls podcast because it doesn't even matter really what number it is or what season it is because all we're going to do each week is talk about all of the highlights that happened in major sports last week, what's going on this week, and any big news going on around the different major league sports. Like to keep it short and sweet as always, but also try to bring in some guests and also teach you a thing or two about sports. So we are going to jump into today's episode with the game recaps from last week. It was a very busy last week and super big in the NFL as the regular season is officially in the books. We made it, guys. We got through all of the NFL regular season. Definitely some hiccups, but here we are. Tom Brady leads the Bucks to the first playoff berth since 2007, while unfortunately the New England Patriots finished with the losing record for the first time since 2000. And on the Cleveland Browns side, they had a big win over the black and yellow Pittsburgh Steelers in Cleveland on Sunday, and they earned themselves a spot in the playoffs for the first time since 2002. So much has happened this year and so many firsts in the NFL. The Buffalo Buffalo Bills this past weekend squished the fish, the Miami Dolphins, and even with their backup Matt Barkley in as quarterback, he still looked good, and we finished at a nice 56 to 26 score. Now, a little tea time from last week on Sunday Night Football, which that did not help all of this drama that it was a primetime game. The Washington football team beat the Philadelphia Eagles to win the NFC East. We got a lot of complainers here, okay? We have people bitching that the Washington football team deserved a better ending than the Eagles provided. And also, people are pissed that the Eagles were down and they put their third string quarterback in okay so let's quickly break this down because I'm sure everyone has heard at least a little bit of this story but first off the Washington football team won I can't believe people are actually bitching that they deserve more like what what more do you need other than a victory like they got the W that's really all that matters and they're going into the playoffs I mean that's all I care about because what an incredible story this football team has gone through not only with the name change that's really just the bottom of everything but their head coach Ron Rivera while still being the head coach is battling cancer this entire season and they also have their starting QB Alex Smith, who is 
probably has the greatest sports comeback in history after a crazy leg injury. So cheers for them. I'm just happy they won. It's really all that matters. But as for the Eagles, hey, you know what? You need to test your players. They put in Nate Subfield as their third string quarterback. See if he could handle the pressure. And obviously he couldn't. And so the Eagles lost. Some might think that they lost the game on purpose so they can get a better draft pick, in which they did. As an athlete, you're thinking about a winning season and just winning that one game. Now, the front office and management might be thinking something completely different where they want that best draft pick in order to move forward. The coach should put in whoever's best. But also from the coach's side, I see how, you know, you need to give other athletes a challenge, see how they do. It's the last game of the season. You're not going into playoffs. Let's see what certain football players can do under pressure. So that was that tea time. Kind of crazy. Sick of hearing of it already. So we're just going to move on to some basketball. The NBA kicked off on December 22nd while we were on holiday and breaks. And that was just in time for the Christmas Day games. And things are looking good so far. Last week, Steph Curry had a huge night in which he scored a career-high 62 points in Golden State win over the Portland Trailblazers on Sunday. And Steph Curry's 62 points are the most by a Warrior since Rick Barry scored 64 in 1974. So congrats, Steph Curry. Such an OG. I don't understand why anyone would ever doubt him. He is such a baller. And my favorite NBA story coming out of last week is that Becky Hammond of the San Antonio Spurs made history again last week by becoming the first woman to lead an NBA team after taking over for head coach Greg Popovich late in the second quarter. Now, she's not a permanent head coach. As of right now, It's just it was just a one-time thing because he was ejected either way. She stepped up and it looked good. The Spurs did end up losing, unfortunately, to the Lakers, but I'm not upset that Popovich argued a no call with officials to later be ejected because she had that opportunity and it was actually so refreshing to see a female just take charge on the sideline and really just carry the team through the rest of the game. So mad props to Becky Hammond on making history last week. Going into some pregame details of the big sports happening this week. This weekend is going to be so much fun and crazy. You better get your NFL gear on, get your beers ready because it is going to be playoff football this weekend. I am so excited because there's three games on Saturday, three games on Sunday, and you won't need to miss any games because they will all be back to back to back. Saturday, starting at 105 Eastern, the Buffalo Bills will host the Colts. This is the first time in 25 years the playoffs will kick off in Buffalo. Of course, after all this freaking time and the best fans in the NFL, the Bills Mafia can't even tailgate or pack the stadium, which breaks my heart. But at least we finally convinced the government that we will officially have some fans. There'll be about six to 7,000 fans in the stadium, and they must obtain a negative COVID test in order to enter the game. And on Sunday, the Brown Steelers rematch is happening. 
at 8.15 p.m., but this time it's going to be in Pittsburgh. We had the Browns that beat the Steelers last week. The Steelers are on a little bit of a losing streak, struggling after Juju Smith did too many TikToks, got too cocky, and here we are. If the Browns beat the Steelers in Pittsburgh, the Browns will advance. The Steelers are done for the season. NFL playoffs is survival of the fittest. You lose, you're out. So this is going to be such a big game. Steelers might just actually get their shit back together and smash the Browns. Or Baker Mayfield will continue to be in the NFL playoffs, which is absurd to hear. And absurd to hear that the Bears are also in the playoffs and uh, the Buffalo Bills. (laughs) One crazy of a year. But this week is also week three in the NBA season. And we have a bunch of games every day. So whatever team you are rooting for, check out their schedule. There's so many games. It's just like baseball. So let's see how they do this week. Also coming up this week is some college football. Number one, Alabama is going against number three, OSU for the 2021 college football playoffs national championship game on Monday, January 11th. So we have Alabama that's 12-0 and and OSU that's 7-0. and That means that OSU is three games behind. Technically, the Big Ten canceled their entire season and then was like, actually, just kidding. We will put the season back on, but we're shortening the schedule. So will this mean that OSU is continuing just to ride the wave of being on a high with only seven games? Or are they actually that good to beat Alabama? I think this is going to be a good one. All right, now we are going to get some news around all of these major league sports. Here we go. Back to the NFL, duh, of course. That's because it's playoff football, guys. I have never been so excited for playoff football. Maybe because the Buffalo Bills are in it. Maybe because there's literally nothing else in my life to watch. Or maybe because football just looks so good this year. And you're seeing a lot of touchdowns. And you might think, wow, why are there so many touchdowns? No one knows, but this is the highest scoring season in NFL history. In the beginning, we were a little confused on how the season's going to go, but either way, if you're a fan or not, you're definitely going to see some fun touchdown dances this season, and they did not disappoint. The Jacksonville Jags clinched the first overall pick in next year's draft, and this is the first time in franchise history. And the Kansas City Chiefs clinched the AFC first round by, and the Green Bay Packers clinched the NFC. So these are the only two teams that are in the playoffs and not playing this week. Got the Kansas City Chiefs and the Green Bay Packers. Everyone else is playing in one of those games this weekend. And the NFL finds Baltimore Ravens $250,000 for COVID-19 violations. The punishment came in from the NFL. Not only did the Ravens receive $250K for their role in the outbreak, that same price tag went for the New England Patriots. That's not the biggest number, though. $350,000 was fined towards the Tennessee Titans. So the NFL made a lot of money on these three teams having such big roles in COVID outbreaks throughout the league. Unfortunately, after the regular season ended, we did have some head coaches being fired. We have the LA Chargers, Jacksonville Jags, and the New York Jets 
all wiping out their head coach. And that's just the start. We will see what other coaches around the league are doing moving forward. And one last thing in the NFL, thought this was interesting, a little bit of off-field news. The NFL announced that 11 athletes from nine countries will compete for a spot in the 2021 International Player Pathway Program. It's a really smart idea. It started in 2017, and this program is really neat because it gives the best international athletes the opportunity to compete and ultimately earn a spot on an NFL roster. And the goal for all of them is to be selected for practice squad position next year. I think it opens up the opportunity for some more international talk and the NBA does such a great job with that. So this is one way the NFL brings in international fans and players. And I'm shocked this isn't talked about more, but I think this is a really cool program just to mention and we'll see those 11 athletes soon. On the NBA, we have two off-the-court stories for this week. The NBA Board of Governors in early August announced $300 million initiative initial contribution to establish the MBA Foundation. There was never an MBA Foundation before this, so all of this money is going to be dedicated creating a greater economic empowerment in the black community. This is very powerful, and the first grant are being distributed from the MBA Owners Pledge to give $30 million annually over the next 10 years through the foundation. And they recently announced a total of $2 million in the grant for employment and career advance. The organizations that are receiving this MBA Foundation money are the ones that align most with their mission to provide skill training, mentorship, coaching for all different ages of high school, college, and mid-career individuals for the black community. On the other side of the court, super cool news, I think. The Detroit Pistons announced that the hip-hop icon and Detroit native Big Sean will become the organization's creative director of innovation. Now you might think, okay, this could be a publicity stunt or they're just trying to get big names in their organization. But it looks like Big Sean is going to be very, very busy because he's going to provide creative and strategic guidance on a bunch of different off-court initiatives like team merchandise design, in-game experience, and a lot more. And this partnership is going to kick off with Big Sean adding his Don Life logo to the Pistons practice jersey on top of everything that Big Sean is doing with the Pistons. He's also going to curate all in-game entertainment music and the DJ set list. So he's definitely going to have his hands busy and hopefully we do actually see a lot of Big Sean with the Detroit Pistons. And we are getting one week closer to some hockey talk. Here we go. We're getting a little bit closer. January 13th is the official start date of the 56-game season, including playoffs. This season, however, minus the fans and COVID and all that jazz, is going to be a little different specifically for the NHL because they are creating four new divisions specifically designed for this season. You have the North, South, East, and West. Yeah, 
I know. Super original names, but no surprise from the NHL there. And all play will be within them through the first two rounds of playoffs in order to prevent the spread of coronavirus, disrupting the season, and to minimize travel. You can see the breakout of each division on our Instagram at She's Got Balls Podcast, but specifically the North Division contains only the seven Canadian teams. And so it is going to be, I think, really cool just to see all the Canadian teams play each other because Canada is still being so strict with the border that they're not going to be able to travel back and forth within the United States. So we're just going to landlock them up in Canada and break out the Southeast and West. All right, we got a little bit of a new segment here called Sports Biz. Or maybe maybe we'll do a little cash noise like ka-ching, cash money. Because I say this because we're going to talk a little bit sports business here. And Okay, I don't even know if these are new segments we're just going to keep adding or if they're hot takes. I feel like they're a little bit more hot takes, but I find it interesting. So whatever, we're going to share with you. The NHL announced sponsorships for each of these divisions. So it's officially called now the Honda NHL West Division, Discover NHL Central Division, Mass Mutual for the East, and Scotia for the North. By creating these divisions this year, this gives the NHL another source of income, which they desperately need. And honestly, I kind of like the idea of the divisions. It's a nice touch that kind of reminds me of football a little bit, and it'll be easy for the viewers to understand. The divisions kind of remind me of football, but also that limit on traveling and and playing the same teams over and over again kind of reminds me of an MLB vibe. So I'm really interested to see how this goes with teams playing each other over and over again. But I, th- I really do think it can be very successful, and I'm interested to see if they would consider continuing these divisions. Another money-making opportunity other than naming these divisions is also advertisers are officially now on the NHL's players' helmets this season as they really just continue to find any opportunity to get more money and revenue into the NHL. We have the Jersey Devils, the Washington Caps, and the Nashville Predators are becoming the first teams to have the helmet ads. And this is just a one-year trial. You know, fans aren't allowed in most arenas this year. Their money is crazy short. The season's shortened. And the NHL is leaving right now the jerseys alone because it's just quicker. It's quicker to sell the ads on the helmet to adjust more than anything else, really. So we will see how that goes moving forward. Let me know what you think. I mean, there's just three teams that got the deal. So it's nothing crazy. You're not going to see us on every team. Let me know what you think about the helmet. Will this bother you? Will this even distract you? Or do you think this is too much having ads on the helmets? And all the NHL players are currently in training camp. That's started on January 3rd just a few days ago and the teams are able to invite 36 skaters and an unlimited number of goalies to camp so maybe we won't have too many random jump in goalies but we'll see how training camp goes and how they do next week and as always before we wrap things up we have a hoot and a ha to give out this week. This is a really cool one this week. We have Arizona Cardinals cornerback Prince Amukamara, who worked three to four days a week for DoorDash during the pandemic and raised over 30 
$5,000 for his foundation. He made more than 300 deliveries working for DoorDash. And at first, it became something to do to pass time. And then it went on for six months. And he made it a competition with his two sisters. And that's how it all really started, because they wanted to see who could make the most money. And then it became a cause for the other foundations. And this is, (laughs) they became so competitive that Prince would literally be driving or doing these deliveries anytime he had availability because he wanted to beat his sisters. And of course he won by making around $4,000. And then DoorDash found out about this during that time and created a campaign called hashtag why I dash. Absolutely brilliant on their end. And they also donated $25,000 to his foundation. So congratulations and thank you so much, Prince. But also thank you to your sisters too for getting involved in this and giving back. And not only just with money, but actually putting that work in, making sure that you worked for that money, which is really neat to hear. And that is that. This is a wrap on the first episode of the year 2021. Can't wait to share so much with you guys. We're going to get some more guests coming on. I'm sorry I haven't had many lately. I was all ready to go. And then I got distracted with Christmas and New Year's Eve and football and more and more excuses and work. But we are back ready live in action. Thank you so much for following us and be sure to share this with all of your family and friends. Follow us on Instagram at She's Got Balls Podcast. Click that subscribe, follow, rate, review button, and also follow my personal Instagram and TikTok at Grace Curtolo. See you guys next week.